Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I am your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. And I am your co-host, Noel Wood, codename Crapshoot. And I'm your Cobra intern who one day hopes to be a veterinarian because I love children. Codename Legion Cub. <laughs> but I'm not from, blonde. I was going to say that's from I'm a, uh, Because I'm a Blonde by Julie Brown, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Wow. <laughs> the deepest of cuts from our pal uh, Christian, as Earth always. Girls are easy. You can follow they us on Instagram indeed. at Audible Interlude Podcast and on X at gi joe audible uh audible interlude podcast on instagram is the best way to follow though because we will put up our sound off post every day we're doing a live stream where you can tell us what you want us to talk about uh we will do that segment later on in the show but first we got some stuff to get out of the way first of all you are on the needless things youtube channel which is not only the host of the audible interlude live stream every other monday and sometimes more often but also the host of tons and tons of toy reviews uh, and other weird things. This week, uh, my video tour of Joe Lanta goes up tomorrow. I will be reviewing the item I purchased at Joe Lanta on Thursday, I believe. And on Wednesday, a very special unboxing. Noel, Christian, there's a special event coming up soon. What what is that event Labor Day weekend? Something about uh is it like Monster Con? What's it called? Ooh, that's close. Oh, Salamander Con. <sighs> oh, you're so close, but could it be Dragon Con? What? Uh I ordered a care package, I guess, from a place called drunkendragonhotel.com. This place is amazing, and you will have to see this unboxing video to believe it. It's not really GI. Well, it's sort of GI Joe related because you will see me in some of this apparel at DragonCon. Uh, but but crazy stuff. I, I highly recommend if you're a fan of DragonCon, checking out drunkendragonhotel.com. Uh, in the unboxing. I, I think that'll go up on Wednesday. Uh, we also have our own apparel available. Uh, if you go to Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram, the links are there in the stories. Uh, this is our No Sleep Till Springfield shirt that you can get for yourself in many different sizes, colors, and styles. You can get a phone case. You can get uh, all kinds of different stuff. we got lots of different things up there, including our Visit Beautiful Braca Beach shirt uh both of the this one and that one were designed by our partner slickalicious so check out shop slickalicious on instagram as well uh schedule wise the audio version of this episode will be available this friday our next audio episode where we focus on segments and okay so we finished reviewing revenge of cobra finally after 18 years <laughs> next friday all segments, all the segments you love. We've got an Instruments of Destruction. We've got an America's Elite. Uh, just no reviews, just segments. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun, a lot of, a lot of snackable segments. Uh, we got to give you all time to decompress since there's no more Honda Lou. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Never, never to be seen again, despite her importance uh, to the plot. Uh, and we can also now officially announce... 
Live at DragonCon, Audible Interlude presents Operation Snake Gun. Is our live panel uh, at DragonCon on September 1st, which is Friday at 1 p.m. in the Marriott M103 and 105. We are part of the Classics track. Uh, find us in the app, which may be live now. I'm not positive. Uh, and Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't. Okay. It's live now. I don't know if it's real yet. Did you notice that all when it first went up, all of the events were fake? Oh, no. Yeah, they had a bunch of fake events like in there, like how to build a thermonuclear bomb, uh, nice. pet, pet costume contest. Um, that I would actually believe, uh, the, <laughs> knowing Dragon Con. Microplastics, the Barbie in you. <laughs> uh, lots of funny stuff was in there, so I don't, I don't know nice. if it's still in there, if it's been updated, but uh, <laughs> pretty hilarious. So anyway, yes, please come visit us live. We will have prizes. We are very, as you know, we're very interactive, so we're going to have a lot going on. It's going to be a great panel. I encourage anybody who's going to Dragon Con to come check us out and wear your G.I. Joe costumes. Okay, let's check in with the chat. Thor Golden Cub. Hi, guys. Christmas Ape. Yo, show. Rachel Salinas. Good evening, gents. Yorktown Joe. Happy Monday. Ritz Murphy. What is up? Ritz. Yeah, Thor Golden Cub. Two weeks to Dragon Con. Who's not ready? I'm mostly ready. Are you guys yeah, kind of? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm taking it super easy this year. Uh, like, I haven't decided any costumes or anything. May or may not, uh, you know. Oh, wow. Bring. Yeah, I mean, I may bring like one. Wow. Okay. So I've like, I've, Whoa, oh, Christmas, Christmas Ape. Ape. Christmas Ape. It's you Christmas are in August. StreamYard contribution to the best G.I. Joe podcast. I just, just wish last week's podcast was a live one. Would have loved to have seen your faces after Christian's Freudian slip with blowtorch. <laughs> Look, uh, you know, everybody knows we're a family friendly <laughs> show. <laughs> we debated. It had to be left in it because I'm nothing, nothing was, apparently. it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> nothing wrong was said. You uh, know, S snow torch oh. is coming next week. So that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's um, a complete. So little crossover. <laughs> Christmas eight mentioned, this is a stream yard contribution. Uh, for those who don't know, we are all everything that we're getting from the super chat or or right now from t-shirt sales uh, or anything like that every every bit of income that we get is going towards a streamyard subscription so that we can improve the quality of this show and improve the interactivity uh, of the chat you know if you you guys probably watch some live streams you know when you're using streamyard you've just got a better product uh, so we are actually probably pretty close i would guess our next live stream on august the 28th we will probably do a little bit of a telethon kind of thing and and really keep a tally because i think we'll probably with with a little work i think we can probably bring it home on the next live stream uh so that's pretty exciting i'm very excited about that thank you uh christmas ape and everybody who has contributed yes. uh okay let me bring my notes back up. Just got out of control there for a minute. Uh, so yeah, Dragon Con Friday, 1 p.m. Uh, check us out. And that that panel, the audio version of that panel will be available the following Friday. So uh, 
I think I'm the only one who has an eel. Did you guys get your eels? No. I finally got a shipping notification on them. Um, I, they were supposed to arrive on the 8th. And then on the 8th, I got a notification telling me, oh, there's been a, uh, a, a delay. Oh, and I delay. actually had to go in and agree to continue to have them be shipped to me. And I've, yeah. got, I've got them in two shipments. So I had to agree to it twice. But mine are apparently going to be here tomorrow or Wednesday now. So I haven't even got a shipping notice yet. Really? Yeah. Well, some people but, got delayed to like September. But remember, I got my shipping notice for Scrap Iron two weeks after I got him. <laughs> and right. Shipwreck That's, and yeah. Rock and Roll like a week and a half after I got them. So I plan on being pleasantly surprised in the mail one day. Ooh, did I order? I Eels? I did get this today. Uh, the classics. Uh, That's the, pretty the amazing, retro, actually. Yeah. Um, which what I was pretty amazed at, I ordered two of them. And they came in the actual original Whoa! box. So uh didn't have, like the last time I ordered these retro packaging uh, figures from Walmart, where they were just in a... Uh, uh, a bag? Like a, a, in a, yeah, like an envelope. Thor Golden Cub in the super chat. Super chat! Hi, guys. Just got scrap iron and shipwreck. They're amazing. Can't wait to see you all at Dragon Con. I made you a wired cape for Cobra Commander, Christian. Oh, nice. Yes. That's awesome. Uh, okay. Sorry, Noel. We, you know, the super chat always takes precedence. That's all right. I was pretty uh, much done. So, you, so nice. You got them in an actual box. Uh, well, I, I, as I mentioned, I think a few weeks ago, I canceled my order for the Retro Crimson Guards because I, even though I would have liked to review one just for comparison's sake, I, I'm already at a point where I'm not buying everything and I just don't need reds that don't match. Uh, and I also just remembered, so the eel was up on pulse, right? Yeah. I probably, I, I probably need to go cancel a pulse pre-order because I don't want more than one of this figure. Watch my review to find out why. I still uh, have four on the way and um, I considered canceling a couple of them after seeing early reviews. I hope you love them. I hope they make you very happy. I hope they make everybody very happy. <laughs> uh, okay, so time for another little screen share. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this one or not, because we've been, we've all been super busy the past uh, week or so. Oh, uh, what just happened? Hang on. Let's try that again. There we go. So I mentioned the Major Wrestling Figure podcast. Uh, was producing a Sergeant Slaughter Major Bendy, and I speculated that since they had signed Slaughter, we might see a big rubber guys, uh, Sergeant Slaughter. And sure enough, just a week later, they announced and put up for pre order the big rubber guys, Sergeant Slaughter. Now, I will say this I am actually a little disappointed in this because I was hoping the deco would be like the Hasbro style one that came out and he's this all which did slaughter ever is this all black what it is looks this? all black slaughter I mean, it did, is but yeah like his his gi joe persona costumes were always a little bit more uh little colorful. flashier than what he typically wore in the ring because he usually just wore like all black with that with the belt Okay, so if he had oh. had an LJ, well, and this is based off Matt Cardona has a drawing 
of the LJN prototype, but it's one of those things where you look at the drawing and you can't really tell what kind of detail is supposed to be in the gear. So this, that's a good point. This probably, if he had gotten that LJN, this is what he would have looked like. Yeah. Which is the, which is what they're trying to achieve with these big rubber guys. They want it to their, they spent tons of time developing the feel, the size, the heft, everything about them. These are from everybody that's put hands on them are LJNs for all intents and purposes. Uh, so anyway, I just wanted to point out that uh, they are indeed producing a Sergeant Slaughter big rubber guy. And even though it's not exactly what I wanted, I'm probably going to end up getting it just because I love Sarge. Uh, but I don't, I sold off all my LJNs a while yeah. ago. I, they, they had no nostalgia for me. I still have a bunch of them, but they just sit in a bin underneath my table over here. They're actually like right within reach of me, but. Well, there's um, just not, what can you do with them? They don't display well. And uh, I mean, they, none of them are in good, good condition. All the paint like just flaked off of them years ago. You can reenact scenes from the hit cartoon Hulk Hogan's Rockin' Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because in my head, like <clears throat> until 10 or 15 years ago or whatever, I don't know. Because Hasbro WWF figures were not really in my consciousness that much. Because by the time they were in stores, I just well, I wasn't watching wrestling at that time. But in my head for years, those were the ones that matched up with the rock and wrestling because they looked sort of cartoony. They had the exaggerated proportions yeah. and stuff, but they were years after rock and wrestling. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. So we don't have a ton of news and I was going to leave it up to you guys and into the chat. If, if the chat wants to uh, throw anything in there, uh, JJ shoulder height. I realize that's not at all how your name is pronounced uh very much looking forward to the live episode at dragon con we will see you there uh if you have a costume wear it if you have input bring it because we will have prizes including an all-new run of force brigade figures all right uh yorktown joe same pulse said retro cg and snake eyes shipping soon kevin riddle got my notification my retros are shipping soon so who knows yeah, we, we uh, you don't know till they're there. You. But anyway, I want to leave this up to you guys into the chat. Uh, do we want to talk just a little bit about this missing link Optimus Prime? I would love to. Okay. All right, let's do it. Let me let me share the screen because this well, it's definitely G.I. Joe adjacent now. As well, right, yeah. A bit of news later will confirm. This blew my mind because when I first saw it, I thought it was just another reissue. But you guys can probably talk more about this than I really can. What What is this? So this is essentially scaled to the original G1 Optimus Prime. It has almost, uh, almost an identical transformation, obviously with some changes. But it is as poseable as a modern figure is, but still maintaining the look of the original figure. And it's made with die cast. Uh, the chest is die cast. Um, it has, you know, pretty much all the original accessories, um, obviously the axe, the energy axe and the, and the uh, matrix that they throw in in these later Optimus releases. Um, what's interesting is that when Takara first teased these about a week before this went live on Hasbro Pulse, there's a Megatron too. 
And, Whoa, we're not well, going to get that, are we? We're not going to get that here, but I uh, will probably pay a decent amount to import one of those. It, so it's confirmed that it's G1 sized because the stuff that I had seen when they had teased before, um, people doing translations were saying it was masterpiece sized. And I was like, oh, that doesn't fit with my collection. I mean, it for the price... I feel like it has to be G1 sized because it's yeah. 70 bucks for just yeah. Optimus. And yeah, I think this it was is, 119 for the one with the trailer, maybe. Yeah, this is this is G1 scaled. The okay. trailer itself is essentially just the one that's been re-released with other mm-hmm. uh recent Yeah, releases. I mean that's that's what it looks like. But the, so when when once I got into this and, and went past just the initial picture, I realized this is essentially Masters of the Universe Origins like the Transformers version of that, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. terrifying to me because I'm so into that and I can't be into anything else. <laughs> this right here, and I, I pre-ordered this. Um, I pre-ordered the one without the trailer because... Really? Yeah. Um, you figure you've got enough trailers? Well, it, the trailer isn't anything different than the original, really. And that's... So it's not really that big of a selling point, but also the deco on the stealth alone one is more like animation accurate oh the one that's with the trailer is more toy accurate so oh, i, I didn't like, even notice that there was a difference yeah so so i figured i'll get the uh, because i have you know a regular optimus and i and i you know what i if you if you look behind me this is a whole cabinet <laughs> actually two uh detoffs uh full of optimus primes uh, he is a character that I collect, uh, not all of, because I just can't. There's too many Optimuses out there. Well, that I, room I, would be full of Optimus. Yeah, but I do collect a lot of different Optimuses, so I may wind up getting two at the end of the day. Who knows? Um, what this really what this really does to me is makes me wonder like how much they can do with this. Like, How if, deep uh, will they go? Like, How many other figures will they be able to do? in this style because you look at some of those other g1 figures they have very little posability for the most yeah. part but some of them like Soundwave, would be really easy to adapt into this yeah because he's already he's already got some articulation he's larger but i mean some of the smaller ones like the like the g1 like cars and things like that those would be really interesting to see Dude. how many of those they can fix I, I think where we're at with toys they could do anything i saw i was in the store the other day there's a new line of disney figures called like storytelling or something along those lines and they had uh aladdin and the genie timon pumbaa and uh what's the lion's name Dimba. yes thank you <laughs> Lord. uh and then one other set i don't remember what the other one was uh Oh, Lilo and Stitch. But there was an Aladdin like that big, but he had articulated elbows and shoulders like it was crazy. Mm-hmm. I think they could do the cars. I I definitely like if they do a hound, I'll be very, very tempted to grab a hound. And there's a lot of those figures, too, that the molds are lost forever. Right. Um, some of them, you know, some of them they've reissued a lot. Like we've gotten a few hounds, we've gotten a few others that have been reissued a, a couple times. Um, but I'm interested to see some of the ones that I think Mirage is one that's been long. They haven't, they've never done a re-release of, of Mirage. Oh wow! Yeah, and, and no, he's one listeners. of the brittlest figures. 
Yeah, any because you'll see on eBay where they say it's a reissue Mirage. Those are all bootlegs. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So this is an opportunity for Hasbro to to kind of do what they were doing with O rings and just scan the old stuff and but but tool up some new joints and and whatnot. Interesting. We'll be. I'll be. I'll, this is you know definitely not gi joe talk but it's something that i felt like our listeners and certainly we had an interest in so i, I wanted to bring it up yeah joe adjacent yes uh red laser reviews i've started collect super seven ultimates i love the cartoon as a kid so the cartoon accurate designs are right up my alley 100 percent uh rachel salinas when they release a crossover optimus what joe or joe's will come with optimus so we've we've okay First of all, let's let's establish something. I think all three of us would agree with this. If we had our preference, a crossover Optimus would just be Optimus. I would rather just have a three and three quarter inch, a one eighteenth scale Optimus Prime. I'll look, I'll buy if they do them as the APC or any of the things that we've discussed, I'll buy that. But give me just an Optimus that interacts with Joe's. I'm in. Yeah. I mean, I, I would like to see what they would choose for a vehicle, be, a Joe yeah, vehicle. Yeah. Um, but, but you know uh, they're going to put like Duke with him. But but if whoever whoever's the head of this calls you up, Noel, and says, look, we just can't decide. You make the decision. Do we just do a big Optimus? What are <laughs> yeah. you going to say? Why not both? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think they do Duke because they've already released an O-ring Duke. I'm thinking uh, Hawk. Hawk. Okay. That wouldn't be that bad. Or Scarlet and Snake Eyes. Yeah, they haven't done a Scarlet. Oh, they yet. haven't done it. Yeah. And they, okay. they haven't done a Snake Eyes. They did the two-pack. They did the two-pack, but they could do a version two Snake Eyes. Right. And that, look, Snake Eyes is Snake Eyes getting him in a set like that Uh, although stalker is the one that kind of throws me for a loop because we love stalker but as far as mass recognition he's he kind of throws a wrench in our hole it needs to be one of the bigger characters you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so i don't know i think any anything could go maybe it's optimus prime and toll booth i don't know I mean, if you were doing, uh, like, if it's going to be a Mobat or something like that, I don't think they do Steeler, but you could do a character that's, you could do a cover girl, even a character that's more associated with yeah. a tank. Yeah. Uh, but if, if I, if I had my choice, if they just let me pick, if we got that phone call, I'd say just do Optimus as the truck and uh, have him come with Hawk in his general uniform and grunt in his dress uniform from whatever issue that comic is i don't know off the top of my head because why not it'd be fun i i know that i'll probably if they do an optimus i may have to get two of them one for my optimus shelf and one to hang out with my other crossovers yes yes that's the only thing that uh, uh i'm dreading about them uh, this <laughs> potential announcement at some point i mean it's gotta happen i, I feel like <laughs> optimus is on the way uh okay so moving along we've got another screen share another gi joe adjacent thing that i am super stoked about this line i currently have everything on pre-order uh it was announced Mm. that the operation monster force figures from uh fresh monkey fiction 
with weapons designed by gridiron by the way very interesting update uh but the whole first wave of operation monster force has been delayed to first quarter of next year which is fine i don't they were originally coming out at the end of this year guess what there's enough stuff coming out at the end of this year yeah there's no shortage on stuff that's coming out right now well and i honestly kind of wonder if they need more time for production or if they just decided hey hasbro is releasing a year's worth of stuff in november let's not compete with that i mean i think either thing is possible but yeah uh right around the same time they pushed all those releases back maybe the same day uh they announced two season it's season two not series two two season two figures the donner party which is just a bonkers frankenstein (laughs) figure with a great looking soft goods uh cloak you can actually see that it's wired in the front uh very very mezco-esque uh and then he reminds me of like solomon grundy yeah yeah he's, he's got in, well and, and you know he's probably more zombie than frankenstein i mm. guess uh oh, red laser reviews super chat thank you whoa awesome gotta, uh, gotta run, run but wanted, but, oh, go, go ahead it. christian sorry uh gotta run but wanted to drop a stream yards donation and say thank you guys love the show and the reviews thank you so much red laser red laser rules uh so yeah the donner party looks just awesome i mean i i pre-ordered instantly and then we also got and this is this is one of the things i enjoy about this line is initially all you see is just the the base figure like sort of the neutral look in packaging and then you click to the next icon or next image and you get this with all of the accessories the alternate portraits the jet packs the like this is wild yeah yeah, it's a very like a, like atomic punk almost kind of look to it. Yeah, Normally, I, I love. I say I don't need two of anything, but man, both heads on that figure are so good. I know, I know. Well, and that, but that's how all of their troop builders have been. Yeah, they have. But I've been able. Great... I've been able to say no, but this is the first one that. It, yeah, it's yeah, it's I that helmeted end head. Up pulling the trigger on a second one. Well, and if you notice, the helmeted head looks incredible, right? Yeah. But look at the front. Look at those ports. That's where those hoses plug in. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, that's it's beautiful. I love it. So yeah, this is a, now. I don't know exactly why he has his mask plugged into his jetpack, but that's fine. I don't care because it looks awesome uh so yeah i'm i'm way into these i've got every single one of them pre-ordered and they will all be reviewed on the needless things youtube channel as soon as possible uh all right notes notes who's got the notes uh do we want to talk we'll 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 throw it up here and just take a look at it real quick i'm honestly not super interested in this uh Christian, you are our resident 118th scale modern oh, yeah. guy. How do you feel about this one? I actually 
really like him, even though he's using the Operation Blackout um, web gear. For some weird reason, with the 180 scale, it it doesn't, like his top part looks really bulky, but the bottom half doesn't. Um, so again, I when I start seeing some reviews on the, what was it? The Snake Eyes was the first one. When I start seeing some reviews on those, I'm going to start pulling the trigger. But I did order the Beachhead. Um, yeah, this yeah, one. I, I like it. My my initial response to this one was, why does this look better than the classified version to me? <laughs> so I got the classified version down. And honestly, now that I know we're getting a more a firefly that is more what I want it to look like. I mean, I never said this was a bad figure. It just wasn't really what I needed out of a firefly figure that the, the vest is so bulky, mm -hmm. but for some reason it just looks better on that smaller scale. I don't know why. I mean, the figure is, is nearly identical. Yeah. And I don't like that first classified firefly at all i i think but it's a cool design and i dig him. it but not I, as I, firefly he just looks like truly a saboteur well and he also upgrade wise he's also got alternate hands which is nice mm -hmm. uh so anyway that's uh you know i don't know if these are ever going to be available in america uh, aside from importing but uh there they are yeah, exquisite toys exquisite you, mini sorry if you if you've been jonesing for some you know three and three quarter slash four inch uh figures that are not o-ring style well you got somebody who's still offering them to you that's right you just got to figure out how to get to them that's right uh all right we got a couple of things here i think we can stand to skip over especially the uh, look i'll say it the bootleg baroness i was kind of embarrassed just looking at it uh, if you want to check out his tank, go for it. I don't think we need to devote too much time to it. Yeah, I'll, I just want to add, because I had not heard of that company, and um, I've done a lot of third-party stuff with Transformers, and I've always, therefore, uh, a while, the quality of the third-party stuff was actually better. The plastic quality was better than what Hasbro was giving us. Uh, but when I started looking at GD Toys's other products they put out, the plastic looks really cheap for that expensive of a figure. Okay. All their all their promotional pictures look really great, but then when you like look at the reviews that are on YouTube, it looks like you're not getting a hot toys. But you're right, paying right. on a toys prices. Ooh, yeah. Not interested. Uh, all right. So I think, do, do you guys, we've got a couple more pieces of news on here, but honestly, I don't think there's much meat on the bone. I'd rather get to sound off if that's all right with you guys. Well, real quickly, I okay. do. I There's a few points that were on that second quarter earnings call okay. that do relate to joe which kind of made me happy because this is the first time since we've started this podcast where any of their earning calls have mentioned gi joe <laughs> um 
but they didn't mention classified, but there's some news in here that I think will. Um, so as we know, Hasbro put uh, the production company that they bought E1 up for sale. Uh, Lionsgate has purchased it, uh, and it looks like that deal will completely go through by the end of this year, beginning of next year. How that affects us is Hasbro on this call said it does not change the development of films that are currently in the works, like Transformers and G.I. Joe. So now we officially have it from Hasbro. Who knows okay. when it will come out? But they have said there is actively a G.I. Joe movie in development right now. So unless whoever transcribed it didn't italicize the and, and it's actually Transformers <laughs> and G.I. Joe. Right, right, right. Um, but the part that uh, I think we as collectors uh, and need to watch out for and it sort of ties into one of the sound offs uh hasbro did not they they made a loss on what they expected the business to do for the second quarter however they were only off by like 10 million dollars so they expected to have a loss of let's say 50 million it was only 10 and they were like we got there by working with our retailers to limit inventory and that is a big push that they're going to do for the third and fourth quarter they I said feel like they have to though yeah they said they're already talking to their major e-retailers and big box stores to figure out the holiday season so you know, as we get excited that we're walking into Target and we're actually seeing classified figures <laughs> right. on the shelf, something to keep in mind is the classified series is doing good. It's not hurting, but we're still a niche uh, product within Hasbro. Right. So even though it's flying off the shelves, it's not pulling in Transformers money. So if they start scaling the inventory of classifieds back, then I don't think we'll ever go back to the pre-order panic. But if you see a figure on the shelf, you better buy it. Because yeah. you're probably not going to see it again. And the higher price stuff, we may not see. Um, right. That may be strictly uh e-commerce stuff yeah so they yeah they said they want to lower the retail inventory by another 16 percent and the last part that stuck out to me was let me pull up my notes here because this one was so specific um okay so one of the folks on the call asked about Hasbro Pulse because Hasbro Pulse, um, they see from the earnings was doing like $100, $200 million worth of business. And the they were 
not as open to give a lot of details about Hasbro Pulse, but they did say that what the trend that they have seen with Pulse is that is where they are selling the bulk of Star Wars figures, um, Marvel Legends, and G.I. Joe. Huh. So, again, we may start to see less and less of, of these figures in the big box stores, and they become, you know, e-retailer. But as long as they're still making them and we're buying yeah. them, yeah, we're good. I mean, look, I get I get 90 percent. You know what? I may get 100 percent of classified online now. I don't know that I've gotten. I get excited to walk into like a Walmart or Target and see a figure that I've, I haven't seen at retail before. Sure. But 99 percent of the time I've already got it or it's yeah. one that I or it's one that I'm, I wasn't planning on buying anyway. Yeah, it's uh I'm I'm sort of like an impulse buyer when I go in. So even though I don't like the the Tiger Force deco, the fact that I've been into my Target by my house twice now and seen Tiger Force Dusty on the pegs, the urge to yeah. buy him has been so strong. However, the new wave of Masterverse figures have also been <laughs> on the shelf. So I'm like, okay, I'll get this uh, because I like Clawful more than I do Tiger Force Dusty. But <laughs> if those had not been on the shelf, I absolutely would have grabbed another Dusty. So yeah, I like, you know, I, yeah. And if usually if I see an army builder, I, the urge to buy it is incredibly strong when I see it on the shelf. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I have yet to see, I've seen dusty in pretty much every target in the area. I have yet to see. Um, no, I take it back early on. I saw a crimson or a Python crimson guard, but I, I just saw a, the one I've seen all of them. And I've seen bazooka. I've seen Ricondo. The at my target, the Python Crimson Guard stayed on the shelf longer than because I'm talking about like the first time I saw them because it was like the whole wave. Right. And um, the next time I went in the following week, everybody was gone and there was one um, Crimson Guard left and then he sold. And then that week after that three tiger force dusties were back on a peg so i figure that must be the one that comes the most in the case huh. or interesting everybody's just buying the other and just buying the troop builders but it's entirely possible yeah. uh all right well we got to move on now it is time to sound off this is a segment where we take input from Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram. Every day before we do a live stream, uh, we open up the floor to our listeners and Instagram followers to suggest what we're going to talk about. Uh, the past few times, I've done a screen share where I've showed the uh, prompt, and I'm not going to do that now because it messed up our nice audio video clip last time. So we're just I'm just going to read them off the page here. 
Uh, and we are going to start with our pal Rich from Nerdy Laser. Uh, what number do you think the classified line will end at? Uh, you know what? I, it's, I don't think we can even really speculate on that because Hasbro is not going to say we're doing 350 of these and that's the end. Like the number is going to have so little relevance as far as when the line ends you know i do i think we'll get 200 more figures yeah if if 2023 if we continue at that pace absolutely i yeah, i would say all, are we at 100 yet uh with the his tank we'll be at 100 okay um one of the his tank figures is so that's 100 three years and the first year and a half of that the production was a lot slower than it is right now. Mm-hmm. it was just it was a slow drip uh yeah i mean then, we're I, I think at this point, the line is going to last at least through 2025. Uh, well, if people still buy them, uh, you know, that yeah. that's what's going to keep driving them to continue making more. And, you know, from all the names that Lenny's thrown out there, he definitely wants to get, I mean, all the figures that we that were produced you know from 82 to 94 i'm sure he wants to get the majority of them in there at some point i bet they're all in his head um i mean i i'm just i'll just for the sake of answering the question i'll say i think we get to 400 because you if you include the repaints that they're Mm -hmm. so fond of i mean that really fills things out as well so i'll just say 400 and we don't even count like the retro figures in the n- numbers. Right, they're scheme. not numbered. Yeah. So, you know, we've, if you count those, there's another like eight figures that have been yeah. released. And we're going to get at least another 15 Lady J's. That's true. That's in. true. So they're all sitting on the shelf. Tiger Force, Night Force, uh, Pajama, Drug Enforcer. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to work her into, into Night everything. Lady J. Yeah. Night, night, I would, I would buy a Night Force Lady J. Uh, all right. Podcast from the pit. Everybody go check out podcast from the pit. Uh, excellent show. Good friends of, of our show. Would you like to see classified versions of renegades resolute and some of the comic book characters? I think we've talked to the, about this a little bit in the past. Um, I don't know if we've really touched on renegades and resolute. I know we've talked about doing comic book characters like a Dr. Venom. I would buy in a heartbeat. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's he's been on our wish list probably since the show started. Um, if they did a classified version of Resolute Cobra Commander and Destro, I'd buy them. Absolutely. Honestly, if they did classified, like if they did it as a sub team kind of thing, where I could almost look at it as its own mini collection. Mm-hmm. I would be very into like a Renegades subline with yeah. every with everyone. When it comes to Renegades, would you guys want them to fit aesthetically? Like these are the Renegades, but we're we're keeping the same look, but we're making them look more realistic. Yes, like that, the classified figures. That's what would I would want, want them to look cartoony. No, and, I, and I would like. Would you? Would you do? Like, would you have the roadblock be as big as the roadblock from Renegades? Yeah, and then a and then have a tiny little tunnel rat to go next mm-hmm. to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they would have. Well, okay. I don't know that I would want him to be bigger than the 
existing roadblock figures. Like I would just want him in that roadblocks look, but wider, because that roadblock is he's a beefy he's a, he's a beefy boy. boy. Yeah, once they once they get around to road pig, use that road pig buck for renegades roadblock. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, resolute, like like Christian said, if they want to do resolute Cobra Commander and Destro, well, the resolute designs were good. Yeah. As a matter so of fact, Re- Resolute Duke is the one I've got on display with my modern stuff. The Renegade designs aren't, there's nothing really special about those to me. Like, I prefer the story of Renegades, but the character designs were just kind of there. Resolute, I thought the character designs were really good. I just wasn't a fan of the story. So it's kind well, of. Well, and, and Renegades, like, I actually was not a fan of those designs initially. Mm. But on my recent rewatch, that I did because I think it was you guys both insisted, no, no, this is good. You need to watch it. Uh, And you were right. Now I love those designs because they're part of that unique uh, representation of GI Joe. Mm -hmm. So now those designs are kind of something special to me because that show was so good. Uh, All right. Silent interlude. One, how excited are you about 3D Joe's upcoming compendium of Joe art? I mean, we've we've been talking about it since the Kickstarter began. We could not be more excited. We're thrilled that it is now a licensed Hasbro product. Uh, I can't wait to get my hands on it. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, I hope we get... Just hearing Carson talk about it and how much of a labor of love this is for him. I mean, he's he's gone above and beyond. I I can't believe the value that this yeah. thing is going to be. He he is hugely over delivering on the original promise. It's incredible, uh, and I hope that this leads to more great supplemental GI Joe material. Because if you're a Masters of the Universe fan, you know that Dark Horse has produced numerous volumes of Masters of the Universe material. Uh, and, and there's just as much room for GI Joe to be explored, uh, in a consumer friendly price point. I'll just say that, uh, two will super seven crowdfund the giant Cobra aircraft, the mothership, or do you think people will just start finding it in target? (laughs) People are not going to just start finding it in target. It is going to be absolutely if super seven decides to execute it it will 100 percent be a crowdfund uh i think it's going to be less expensive than people expect but still very expensive and i think it's going to be uh execution wise i think it will exceed everybody's expectations those are just my uninformed guesses from my history of being a super seven collector i I would say that what we saw in the display it was while it was very cool to see that design it's all like one color there wasn't anything that really like screamed about it but i i would guarantee if they're going to actually put that out it's going to be it's it's going to be a lot more striking to the eye than what we already saw and well i mean we didn't even see an interior on what right, they showed yeah. and it will 100 have an interior so 
and uh, also thanks for all the effort you put into adding to our toy fan experience. Hey, thank you guys for, you know, I, I've, we've all been collectors our entire lives, but being able to share with you guys, everybody in the chat here, which by the way, I need to check back in with the chat, but, but you guys enrich our toy collecting lives as well. And we truly appreciate that. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Let me, let me zip the chat back up here a little bit. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi I had to check out, but thank you for stopping by. Uh, Christmas ape. I have no luck in my three target stores in the area. Ritz Murphy. I feel the same way, Christian. When I see it, I want to buy it. And, and that's a really good point. That is, that's an important factor because well, Christian, like you said, with troop builders, like I may order one or two online, but then if I see more in the store, they're just right there in front of my face. And I'm like, do I need more bats? Yes. I keep walking into targets and finding the reaction figures on clearance and I'm, and I, and I keep buying them. <laughs> I don't, I don't need them, but I keep buying them because when they're like eight and $9 instead of 20, right. I can't not have it. And it's funny that. <laughs> What you just said, everybody make a note of what Noel just said. Eight or nine dollars versus twenty. You kind of feel like you have to buy it. This plays into my Joe and Tell. <laughs> uh Rachel Salinas, Dr. Venom, and Big Lob would be on my list. Would love Renegade Scrap Iron. Yes. All mm -hmm. all of that. Uh Resolute Destro would be incredible. Uh Yorktown Joe, I assembled a Dr. Venom in the classified scale with a Marvel Legends egghead and a custom head from eBay. I've seen that. And I kind of want to do it, but I also kind of don't want to go down that road because once you start kit bashing, where does it end? <laughs> but that's, that's a great Get well, ready for, for the next Joe and tell. So I here mm. is, this is the head I have put aside for Dr. Venom. Once I find an egghead for a reasonable price, it's a uh, Norman Osborn head it's not quite right because it doesn't have the little spit curl but I, I can't think of a marvel legends figure that has that uh okay ritz renegades is my modern love renegades is it's just great if if you like me back when it came on if you were like what is this this doesn't look like gi joe and foolishly dismissed it go back and watch it again it's great it feels like G.I. Joe, and that was what was important. Yes. Uh, Christmas Ape, can't wait for that Joe art book. Thor Golden Cub, this is an amazing place for collectors. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Hey, Rich is here. What's up, Rich? Night of the Nerdy Laser. Okay. Uh, let's see. Where are we? Wreck Ship 85, new regular with the uh, sound offs. We appreciate it. Using only existing classified characters come up with a convention exclusive version of that figure. Uh, my personal choice, master chef roadblock with kitchen equipment. <laughs> I'd buy it. I'd buy that in a second. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to jump on this one because I've said it before and I truly, really, really badly want it. I want to listen in fun tripwire. <laughs> I want him to come with, uh, a flash drive with the story on it come with a little book whatever but i i want i just want him to paint that thing that garish orange so i can buy it that that is my pick would it come with a cassette i well 
I don't think it would have a, well, I don't know. They make new cassettes now. They just put out the guardians of the galaxy three soundtrack on cassette. So, I mean, it yeah. could come with a cassette, but it, if they just wanted to do like a flash drive, that'd be fine Come too. with a cassette and then I, an MP3 download. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, that's, I yeah. think that he should come with a classified oh, size, uh, like they did with Sergeant slaughter as an accessory. No, yeah. no, he should come with a listen and fun tripwire. Oh, like the Sergeant could. slaughter. That yeah. would be amazing. Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> um, anything jump out at you guys? So when I saw this one, I I know we've mentioned it before, but I really want Cold Slither. Yeah. It's I was be a pricey box set, but Yeah. Well, I was thinking along those lines we've been talking about Zartan and getting a, a chameleon with him, that would be a good a good yeah. reason to put that out as an ex- as a convention mm-hmm. exclusive. Uh, all right, uh, Yorktown Joe with classified products becoming available at retail. Will the manic pre-order paranoia eventually fade? And Christian kind of addressed this earlier. Honestly, I think to an extent it has already. Now there's still that element of FOMO, and I think a lot of us that do Joe podcasts and hang out and Joe live streams. It's never going to totally fade just because we love Joe. We get that FOMO and we know we want to get these figures as fast as we can. And I think that's something that's maybe a little more special to Joe than it is to Marvel legends or star Wars. Cause like star Wars has consistently been around forever on the toy aisles. Marvel legends is this gargantuan line that's never going to end but joe we're still in this magic period where it's so special to be getting these great gi joe toys that really in general are living up to everything we could have ever wanted talk to any marvel legends or star wars black series collector and they're disappointed with like more than half of the stuff that comes out but talk to joe fans and look we can complain but overall i think joe fans are Door this product and we want it ASAP. So I think the pre-orders, uh, I don't think it's paranoia as much as it is enthusiasm now. Like, yeah, give me this product. I want it. But I it's- do think that not that we got comfortable, but after the whole Bindbender Serpentor thing, we knew that they were increasing the numbers and we were seeing pre-orders stay on websites, you know. 24 hours 48 hours but then this most recent one the eel sells out right before 24 hours are up the the snow serpent sells out before 24 hours is up those are those hugely desired cobra troop builders that people have been begging for since the line started and who knows we may get another run of them oh Oh, i'm sure i'm sure we will because I absolutely believe we do when those sort of moments happen that absolutely, at least with me causes the right, right. Thank God I got Glad my pre-order in. So the yeah, next yeah. time, Oh, I have to make sure I've got my phone ready. As soon as I get that text from pulse. Yeah. I can't even wait. Um, we even minutes. saw, I mean, how long was chuckles up almost 24 hours? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, he was up for like three days. Was he up for that? For that? Yeah, long? yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, he was up the whole weekend. 
I mean, we obviously, the three of us had some FOMO. We made right. sure to spin a little yeah, extra yeah. to get him while yeah, the convention yeah. was still going on. But I don't regret that because, no, you know, no. that was one where we knew we would possibly be taking a risk. And we got to spend the rest of the week not thinking about it, not worrying right. about when it was going to go up for pre-order, not worrying about the quantities. What It was totally worth it. And mm-hmm. if that had been, which granted, if they had released a, Cobra Troop Builder is a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. People would have lost their minds. But if that had been some kind of Cobra Troop Builder, he would not have lasted all weekend. Right. Uh, All right. Let's see. Mandalorian Jedi. Oh, sorry. We didn't get to it, but uh, he'll, I know, I know they'll listen uh, Friday. So that's, that's fine. Uh, Since we all know that GI Joe is the world's most elite fighting force, but sometimes these warriors need a little help from their animal friends to assure mission success. Which Joes would you choose to adopt a new animal companion and what animal would it be? Um, well, I went first on the last one. Uh, do do either of you have an answer for this one? I, I do. Okay. So my pick was sneak peek needs a meerkat. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Right wow. out of the gate. We, we, the, nobody's going to top that. That's tremendous. Yes. Okay. I like it. No, honestly, you got anything? This one did not come through when I looked at these before, so I'm seeing it for the first time. Okay, uh, but my initial thought: Big Ben could come with a British bulldog. Oh man, that's great! Uh oh gosh, I can't remember any of the British bulldogs bulldogs' names. Matilda. Matilda, thank you. <laughs> Because you remember the Islanders kidnapped her. It was tragic. (laughs) Um, Okay. I am going to say Outback adopts a taper. Oh. (laughs) And you may not be aware of this, but the taper has the ability to urinate up to 50 feet away so that would be a heck of an offensive mechanism <laughs> for his animal pet to have. Matter of fact, you could even make the toy a little squirty, <laughs> a little squeezy, squeezy toy. <laughs> now, now I have something to share with people when I go to Animal Kingdom and we look at the taper. <laughs> that might be where I learned that fact, actually. I think it might be on the plaque on their okay. pen. Uh, so, yeah. There we go. Some good animal companions we need to make happen. Uh, and finally, wrapping things up, bassist Carlos, would you enjoy a movie line of classified figures? For example, Bruce Willis, Dwayne Johnson, Brendan Fraser, Channing Tatum, Joseph Gordon-Levitt figures. So I thought we had already discussed this. I was wrong. This is a conversation I got into on uh, His Tank, which uh, we love His Tank for uh, conversation, for input, for thoughts, for inspiration. But this question was asked in his tank, and I said, absolutely, I would love to have a classified version of Joseph Gordon-Levitt's Cobra Commander with the clear mask. Give me a Rex figure. Uh, you know what? Maybe we have talked about this because I think I remember saying it should come with the acrylic case with the Cobra inside that the Neo Viper mm. sticks their hand in. 
but yeah, I, I would be so on board with this because I personally, I don't hate those movies like a lot of people do. I like Rise of Cobra a lot more than I like uh, Retaliation. Well, but, I really would love a Jinx figure, and I think I've discussed having a Jinx figure in the like the yellow costume that she wears. Yeah, um, yeah. The uh, Bruce Lee also, tribute, basically. The, the Ray Stevenson uh, Firefly. I'd love to have a figure based on that too, in the classified scale. In the class, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, we got both of those in modern. We even we even have uh, Riza as Blind Master. I've got that <laughs> figure, but I would love to have it in classified. Even uh, though it's one Oscar of the worst worthy performance. Yeah, one of the worst performances <laughs> ever captured on film. But I love Riza. Wu Tang is for the children. Uh, I'm the odd man out. <laughs> that's a not hard that note. i hate the movies i other than that jinx they're not designs that i i care for like i never got any of the three and three quarter yeah movie ones i mean if they did a classified version of that mech suit from the first that, movie that could be very cool i'd buy that um but what, i come on what about you don't want a brendan fraser as sergeant stone <laughs> that would i would love to have a 112th scale brendan fraser do a head pack then i oh oh do like they did with uh the avengers uh where they did the time travel suits but they all just had different heads like the body was all the same there you go so because just they do all pretty much wore the same thing pulse exclusive um G.I. Joe movie camo body comes with a Zartan head. Uh, well, you can't do because his character wasn't, but you could do a few heads and you just buy multiples of that body and stick the heads on them. Mm -hmm. I would love that would be great. I would love that because I like that G.I. Joe camo design a lot as well. Our, our pal Oz actually designed our AI pod camo based on that that you can see in some of our materials. Uh, all right, that is the end of Sound Off. Our next segment is Joe and Tell. Uh, the, the title of that segment supplied by our partner in design, Slickalicious. Uh, do you guys have a Joe and Tell? I do oh, I know you do. I know I do. Christian, have you got something? I do. It's not in the room, but okay. it'll be more of a tell. Okay, okay. <laughs> Who wants to start? I can start. All Mine's, right. uh, so this past weekend, uh, there was a, a little event here in Atlanta called Joe Lanta, uh, which was a convention that existed and then became Toy Lanta and then split back out of Toy Lanta. So now we have two um, two different conventions that take place at the same place at like six months apart from one another. A little smaller because it's it's more joe centric obviously uh and a lot of focus on the 12 inch joes so you get a lot of people who are doing like you know costumes for their 12 inch show figures but there's a lot of like three and three quarter and six inch joe stuff there as well and uh when i first was there setting up as uh for our finest table um one of my friends who was also uh, a vendor there came by and he said do you need any of the new classified figures uh there's a guy who's selling them all for 20 bucks a piece and this was on Friday night when they were doing the preview stuff. And I was like, I've got pretty much everything I want, um, but maybe I'll go take a look. He goes, he's got eels. I was like, well, I got some on the way, so we'll see. Um, 
So I wandered over to his table, and uh, the first thing that I saw was uh, he had another um, CG. Nice. I was like, yeah, I'll I'll spend 20 bucks on a CG because you can never have too many of your favorite troop builders, right? Then I looked down and I said, that's a Whoa. Cobra Island trooper, right? And he was, I was like, is that 20? He goes, yeah, anything on the table here is 20. I was like, wow. Yeah, I'll take that. He had scrap irons for 30, by the way. I was tempted to buy a second one for that price. Sure. And then I probably would have just to have an unhelmeted head on display. Pushed away a couple other guys, and this was staring at me. Oh my gosh. Nice. Was that 20? Uh this was 25. Oh wow. So uh yeah, I was like Snake Supreme with no sour cream. Right. And the guy next to him was selling the same figure for $125. So I was like, yeah, um, I'll do this. So yeah, this was not, and this is a figure that like wasn't even one that I really wanted initially because I mean, I wanted to, I, you know, I want a more retro style Cobra commander. Yeah. That's really what I want. It's a very cool figure. The packaging is amazing, yes. but I wasn't going to pay what the, the retail was or what the markup on it is now for sure. But I'll pay $25 for a classified figure because that's, that's ex- it, and no tax. <laughs> right. Right. So, right. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, I, that was, that was pretty much the extent of my pickup. I picked up a couple of, I picked up a, like a loose worms and a loose Techno Viper. And uh, this shirt that I'm wearing right now that I got for the amazing price of $0, Ooh. also from my friend Brian. So, um, you know. Well done. That's good, good stuff. stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I also, and, and by the way, you guys have just been setting this up the whole episode and I appreciate that. Uh, I also went to Joe Lanta. I made one purchase. Uh, this is an item that I've had my eye on online for a while. I was actively collecting when it originally came out, but it was one of those things where I was like $40. I can't spend $40 on that. So I waited 20 years. And I spent $100 on the Operation Crimson Sabotage set. Nice. Uh, Nice. This is a Valor versus Venom set. And it is beautiful. It was mint in box. Uh, I did an unboxing that'll go up on the Needless Things YouTube channel on Thursday, I believe. It's definitely this week, though. But it's the Noel when you see these in person you are going to freak because i can see right now how beautiful it is they're just mud the treads (laughs) look like it just rolled through like a yard with 800 dogs in it there's even a dark wash on the tank itself that looks like weathering uh it came with three o-ring crimson guards uh with removable helmets that are not insanely oversized. Uh, but just the the paint that's on this, that black, the just the the deco, this is one instance where I have to say I'm not super upset by like filth and, and dirt being on there. I love this red canopy, looks so good. And then the, the red house, uh the the red uh guards over the treads too are really, yeah, really yeah, nice. Beautiful. And then the red ass or the crimson ass yeah. as well 
like the breakup of the colors for the ass with the red against the black oh, it's, it's just, just mm-hmm. it's killer this oh. i mean it's beautiful and what if you uh when you check out the review you'll see the box if you remember the valor versus venom boxing was that bright bright green so this set in that bright green box was gorgeous but i i you know you know me i had to open it but i i i thought about it but yeah even the wheels on this <laughs> just covered in mud so when I uh, when I saw this, I was like, this is Noel's dream. But <laughs> here is why I pulled the trigger on this. So I'm walking through Joe Lanta and a dealer has that set mint in box up on a shelf. And I was like, "Ooh, I've been kind of looking at that online. I'd like to have two hundred and fifty dollars. No, thank you. Right across the aisle, another seller mint in box. Almost the same condition, $100. And that compelled me to go at, because if, if I had only seen the $100 one, I don't know that I for sure would have bought it. But since the $250 one was sitting <laughs> right there, and, and I know the prices online for a mint in box one, I probably would have paid more than the 100 especially with shipping. Uh, so I went ahead and bought it. But I told uh, our pal chance uh second chance toys and collectibles in georgia uh i told him i was like here's here's the scam if you're going to a toy show you get two booths you put some of your inventory over here put the exact same inventory over here and just mark up this stuff like 150 (laughs) percent and people you'll sell out the other booth that's my idea for any, anybody who wants to be a scumbag and take advantage of, <laughs> of toy collectors. That's how you do it. Uh, so yeah, that is my Joe until I'm thrilled. I can't, I can't even put these on the shelf yet because they just look, look at that. It just looks so good. That red and black is just gorgeous. And I, I never had the crimson, the original crimson set with the SMS. Uh, this, I think it was Sears. Mm-hmm. exclusive i never had that when i was a kid so this is like the first crimson hiss i've ever owned and it just looks amazing uh all right christian and, and are we gonna get that paint scheme and classified there's the question right <laughs> i mean emily pretty much confirmed that was on the table i mean not this one specifically but that his repaints were on the yeah. table mm-hmm. uh christian so- what is your tell so for mine, uh, I have tolerated the Dick Tracy Falcon for as long as I possibly could. <laughs> and I went on eBay and I bought a custom head for him that was already pre-painted. Um, I've taken some pictures. I just have not uploaded them yet. And he's actually still in my photo room uh on the little display so now i have the the reason uh tomorrow if you guys look at my instagram you'll be able to see my new and improved oh my gosh he looks like a human falcon (laughs) you 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 got rid of the boggling head (laughs) i did (laughs) excellent It, it it had to be done yeah uh, all right, I'll check in with the chat one more time before we go. Uh, everybody complimenting Noel for those incredible finds. You're not kidding. Uh, Dave, Rich Murphy. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You know what? We got to go back up because we've got some great stuff on the animals here. 
Uh, Will R said shockwave uh, with a German shepherd uh, and also yeah. RIP Matilda and Winston. Uh, Night of the Nerdy Laser, Sergeant Slaughter with two Dobermans. I like that. Yorktown Joe, Tiger Force Outback, ironically with a dachshund instead of a tiger. Yes. <laughs> Little I'm sausage dog arms. Uh, Ritz asks if I got my Fangor yet. Uh, I got my shipping notice today. He hasn't arrived yet, but I think it's supposed to be tomorrow, which shipping notices have been weird lately. Um, uh, lots of great finds for Noel. Uh, Ritz, a hundred bucks was a good price for that set. I, I, and that's, I felt like it was, I feel good about it. Well, and I'm so happy with it, whatever, either way. Uh, Rachel Salinas, Dave, do you have an agent faces figure to go with your crimson sabotage? As a matter of fact, I do. Uh, all of my early 2000s stuff is in a tote, but I do still have. I was actively collecting then, so I've I've still got all of it. Uh, Night uh, of the Nerdy Laser, that thought definitely crossed my mind. I was like, <laughs> there's probably a truck that these fell off somewhere, but I'm not going to ask questions. That's right. <laughs> But the thing was, they were they were all over the place because he had brand new stuff, but he had stuff from you know two years ago. So might have just been somebody getting rid of it, maybe. And we there there were the gift, the there were a few tables know. there that were like individuals. Mm -hmm. So maybe I mean that's honestly a lot of the vendors were the, were just individuals. Yeah, because well, because most of the bigger vendors were in Ohio at uh, PowerCon. Yeah, yeah, there were definitely some of the vendors we would normally see at a show like that. There was no toy department. There was no Destro's Toy Den. Yeah. That would typically be at a G.I. Joe convention. Uh, one last one. Christmas Ape. Falcon's head reminds me of Clutch Cargo. <laughs> and on that note, I will tell everyone our music is by Andy Sanford of ElectricMinnowMusic.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast and on X at G.I. Joe Audible. Uh, Noel. Why don't you tell us a little bit about The Finest? The Finest is an international G.I. Joe costuming club that raises money for a fantastic organization called Canines for Warriors. We were at Joe Lanta. Uh, we brought in some money for canines there. And uh, we're looking forward to, I think our next show is going to be in Greenville uh, for Retro ToyCon coming up this November. Yes. So uh, we're going to be we're gonna be uh, setting up a booth there and uh, trying to bring in uh, a little extra Charity money for a fantastic organization that pairs rescue dogs with veterans who are injured or suffering from PTSD. And Christian, where will we be able to find your handsome Squidward Falcon tomorrow? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and Flickr.com under the name Legion Cub. And you can find all of us at DragonCon. Labor Day weekend, we'll be there all weekend giving stuff out, but our panel is 1 p.m. September the 1st in Marriott M103-105. Until then, yo, Joe! Oh,
You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.